Hey, Case, welcome back. Oh, thanks. Oh, I'm like hesitant to like even <laughs> acknowledge that I'm back. <laughs> yeah, what got to be a big difference in like temperature and weather <laughs> and reality. Oh my gosh. And all that. Oh gosh, yeah. Because we went from the most ideal like temperature weather we lucked out like we literally had the most perfect week so um it was beautiful and like everything that we needed and you know it's just without kids a vacation and all inclusive i'll say like because we went to nashville last year around my birthday and it was so fun but it's also like a lot of just like I don't know like decision making and you know like you know getting here getting there blah blah, blah. when you're in all-inclusive and you wake up and everything's just like boop you don't need to leave this area it's everything's there and you know you just it's just done you know, room service or, you know, the, you know, towels and, you know, I'm not having to do any of that is, you know, not having to get in a vehicle for however many days. Um, it's just, you know, like unreal. So, um, and we, we have not been, so Chris bought a timeshare when he was like young and single and had money. Um, no kids, no, you know, nothing to stress out about. He was like, yeah, whatever. So when we met, um, I started going with him and we went several times to this resort in Cancun and, um, I should probably disclaimer for like some people who may or may not be listening with kids. You might want to turn it off if there's kids, cause this might get our or x-rated because <laughs> um not just because it was a couple's vacation but because of where we vacation um it's called temptations in cancun and it is not a hundred percent swingers but like it's a lot of swingers so like singles can go what i do love about it though like and i said to chris like i don't know if we'll ever go back because the only reason we really went back this time was because one, we still had the uh, timeshare and they renovated, like they finished these amazing, and it was like the renovations were amazing. Um, new restaurants, new accommodate, like the whole thing, it felt like new. <laughs> I was just like, this just, it was just like too much party for us. Yeah. And like, we didn't go out at night, like every single night we would go out for, there was like a party and it was themed and it was, I love to, and I love to drink. I, and I love to party. I, I'm just exhausted. Like I need a vacation to relax and to sleep. And then like daytime during the pool, like I am an incredibly social person. Chris can hold a conversation. Like, you know, I liked meeting people. We met very good friends. Like we met friends. One of the first times I was there, I don't, I think it was my first time I was there. We met our friends, Kelly and Ian from the UK. And I remember being like, we're not swingers. Are you swingers? <laughs> they were like, no, we're not swingers. And I was like, Oh, okay. Let's be friends. Um, so, and like we ate together and, you know, we went to dinners together and we like did the parties together and 
I just felt like this time, I don't know if there were more swingers or what, or I just was like, just not as into the social aspect of it. I was just like, mama needs a drink and then I want to lay down. (laughs) But it was beautiful. I mean, like I loved it. It was great, but it's a lot. It's like a sexcation, like which I 100% I am for couples reconnecting. Um, I just didn't, I felt like a lot of pressure this time that like, I was afraid to like talk to other couples because it just felt like everyone was like only talking to other people to like hook up, which might've just been in my head Yeah, yeah. because Chris was like, I don't understand like what's different this time. And I'm like, I don't know either, but like a lot has obviously changed. Like we've changed our perspective, you know, when was the last time you went? seven years ago we went right yeah it's been a long time so like again there's regulars to this place I mean like I I don't and they have like sister resorts and we thought about you know but then I was just like so the one thing that I kept coming back to me is the reason I do love this place is it's very like and it's funny because I got into a conversation with uh, a guy a single guy, DC, really smart, um, works for the government actually. Um, I wouldn't, I, I knew he did something good cause he wouldn't like get into it. <laughs> I was like, damn it. I wish you would tell me. Um, he's like, I can't, it's classified. I was like, fudge anyway. Um, but he was just like, you know, people go there with, I mean, people all, I mean, we don't have that much money. I think because Chris bought in like a million years ago and we had referrals, whatever we can still afford to go some people have a lot of money yeah and i think they like that like they can do whatever the f they want and no one's taking and they like say like you're not taking pictures at the pool it's tops optional there's just like titties everywhere (laughs) like which doesn't bother me the first time i went i was like oh my god like it took me a hot second and then you have a couple drinks and you're like whatever everyone has tits like it's not it's not a big deal, but, um, it's also just like body positive. Like it's not just a bunch of like skinny bimbos, like spring, it's not spring breakers. There's not a bunch of like 20 somethings. It's all people our age. Like I would say mid thirties to even like, I would say the, the median age is like 50. Okay. Um, and there's still some people into their sixties, but I was just like, I like that. It's like all body shapes, all body types. Like there's gay, it's gay friendly. There's lots of gay couples and singles. And I mean, hell this one couple that we actually just met this past trip, they got married on the beach there and they have been, I mean, they're like, we've met almost every single one of like our best friends here and they come they go like three or four times a year. And I was like, oh crap, like that's insane. But nonetheless, it was beautiful. And then reality kicked us real hard in the butt when we came home, which was our fault because we set it up that way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Uh, think I would have planned a demo of my house uh, the day (sighs) after I came back from vacation. Like what? Like way to ruin all your relaxation. 
<laughs> exactly. It really did. And I, that's like, and I like missed, oh, I missed the kids. Like, I remember like that travel day of Saturday, it was all travel because we lived in Georgia. So we were like Delta flyers and excuse me, now that we're back in Jersey and we're flying out of Philly or Newark, we're going to have to switch to like an American card or something or United because but we love Delta. We do love Delta, but it sucked because like there's no, there's like no flights. Everything stops in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So the travel days were long and our flight home got delayed twice. So we didn't get in our house until almost midnight Saturday night. Literally passed out, woke up first thing, and just started repacking all of our luggage. Got a bunch of extra kid stuff. That At this point, my kids are now at my mom's house. They had been with Karen, uh, Chris's mom, for several days. Um, and she, t- she took them to, like, she took Johnny to school. It was amazing. Like, everything went great with the kids. They did great with Grandma. The transition was great to Mama and Pop Rocks. And, um, but dang, that morning was rough. You know, like, just getting up, repacking, and then taking all the big furniture down from our upstairs. We have a, like, a It's a tiny Cape Cod style house. So there's no like real second floor. It's like an attic second floor. Um, And we're redoing the top floor because, well, Chris's dad was in construction for so long. And uh, the guy doing it is like the guy that took over the business. So we trust them. And with contractors, it's like, I don't want anyone who I don't know or trust or like, It just scares the crap out of us. And we've been so, so lucky that, like, Chris's dad drove up in Rochester and, like, fixed our kitchen up before we had to sell it. And so that was the reason why we scheduled it is because George, the guy who now owns the business, he was like, this is the allotment of time that I have. Can you, Mm -hmm. do you want it or not? And I don't know when I'm going to be available again because, like, Everyone who I know who is getting any kind of job, little, big, small, medium, it's booked. Like you're, you're looking at like months and months and months to years. I mean, like, it's just like, oh, you want a pool? You're going to have to wait until like 2025. <laughs> like, it's just like, so we were like, oh, sugar, we got to bite this bullet. And then we did. Wow. So just to catch the uh, listeners up, Casey just got back from Mexico and welcome back to the Garden State Mamas podcast. Oh my gosh, sorry. We jumped right into it real hard. We're going to keep going. We just want to take a little pause there just to kind of fill you in. If you're sitting here listening, like, what are they talking about 10 minutes into this (laughs) podcast? Oh my Um, God. Yeah. So how many days were you gone? We left on first thing Tuesday morning. So we landed in... Cancun at like 10 30 which was awesome so like by the time we got to the resort it was only like 11 o'clock in the morning in the morning so it was it was uh, actually we saved an hour so technically it would have been like 12 o'clock our time but it was 11 o'clock there because they're an hour behind um so it was 11 o'clock and I was like this is awesome yeah. So the room, and we knew the rooms typically are not ready until like two or three but like we packed accordingly of like all of our stuff in our carry-ons um we switched into bathing suits 
our cover-ups, went, got lunch, and then went straight to the pool. And we hung out into the at the pool until now they have these like um like I guess like a personal concierge. Like you basically get someone who's gonna text you when like your room is ready. Got and then, like yep. every morning they like and every night, are you okay? How was the day? You know, like do you need reservations anywhere? You know, and then in the morning they'll text you, do you need room service? Do you need blah blah blah? Whatever. It's nice. Just have someone checking in on you. But yeah, so we got in the room and it was just like immediately also because we've been there so many times it kind of feels like home away from home and you like know like, the deal like you know what you're exactly going exactly exactly except for the renovations which i was just like it's different but like it wasn't like it wasn't you still know the general like itinerary yes. of what you're going to exactly. do because exactly. you've been there so many times. So you know what to expect when you get off the plane, you know what to expect yep. on how long it's going to take you to get to the, to the place and yep. stuff like that. And all that's like comfort level. So it, yeah, yeah. I'm exactly. taking notes because we're doing a no kid trip. I know I'm so now that was actually, it's funny because I was thinking about you like the whole time on the like flight back. Cause I was just like, I, this is like, and I felt really bad that I was like, or actually not bad. I probably felt, re- I would say relieved is more the word that I was like, thank God I miss my kids because mm-hmm. I didn't think I would. I thought I'd be like, crap, I really need a couple more days because you just get so burnt out. Like yeah. you get so tired. And I was like, it's really nice to miss my kids. And like, I will say, even though the first, the Sunday was hectic AF, I still just had way more patience with them because I was like, oh, I just missed your little faces. And, you know, it felt like they grew. And Chris was making fun of me. And I'm like, watch, they're going to look so much bigger. He's like, babe, it's been, what, four days, (laughs) five days. I don't even know, five days. And I was like, you watch, I'm telling you. And he looked at me like a couple hours after um, we hung out at my mom's actually for a little bit the airbnb where we're staying at wasn't ready until like three o'clock so oh we did got to decompress a little bit there oh and i didn't even tell you the drama when we got to the airbnb oh for fuck's sake it is so it's so much okay so we got yeah here. i saw the post but go ahead let the listeners oh know the craziness God. dude i okay so this is just a whirlwind of a day picked up our kids actually got to relax for a couple hours at my mom's house thank god because i don't know what would have happened the whole drive down the kids slept it was very peaceful chris and i got to listen to like the phillies game um and (laughs) we pull up at the house we walk in and half of the cleaning had been done so there are four rooms and two of the rooms had not been stripped there was like furniture that had been broken like i don't know who was here like teenagers or something um at least prom prom is right now and maybe it maybe it was like a prom weekend who knows i don't i I don't know but i was pissed the fuck off because the last thing you want to do is worry about like there were wet towels in the bathroom and i was like i want to vomit like the last thing you want to do is clean up after someone else's bathroom i have no idea who they are I was right. Mad. And you were just on vacation. The last thing you were doing, you were just clean on vacation. <laughs> but, right. So I was just like, oh my God. Okay. So then 
now we're doing laundry and it's not until we finally we get a load in the, the it's a stack like a stackable washer dryer we get done the first load we go to put that clean the cleaned towels from the gross bathroom into the dryer and we're like oh they were here this is the bedding from the stripped the two rooms up front um which had stains all over them i was like i don't even care that they're clean i don't know if they use detergent i don't even know what they did and it was like left in the dryer well then we realized that the heat on the dryer does not work and i was like oh maybe that's why your cleaning people aren't finishing their jobs because how do you expect them to i don't know what the time frame was like yeah it's usually you can't, only like three four hours right you can't come in clean do and all then those, the yeah, and, and those companies also usually cleaners are like a company and they go from one to another to another so they're right. not giving you all four hours Usually what they do is they, right, like you're saying, they start the laundry, they might get like one load, but there's usually backup sheets and stuff like that, that they make the beds and then. Well, thank God that we like, we did, we, we, we found some clean sheets and I, I packed sheets, but it was more like the blankets. Cause I was like, I didn't bring comforters because right. it basically just said like, you know, we will provide X, Y, and Z. That was a freaking nightmare. So what'd you do? Like, like what'd you, did you contact? What'd you, like... So, oh gosh. Oh, I mean, Chris was messaging them like immediately and taking pictures. There's rips on the sofa. We were like, we are not paying for this. Like right. I, um, but they were really accommodating with letting us bring our dog. So that was like a huge thing that I was like, okay, they let us bring our dog. They're being understanding about that. And let's just assume that they're nice people and the cleaners didn't like, I, I don't know, but we were like, we're going to send you all the pictures because we're documenting like all of it, which, you know, and then with the kid, you know, the kids are just excited. They're like, Oh, we have a beach house and they think we're on vacation. And I'm like, Oh my God. So, um, but you know, we were like, you know what? It, it, you know, we, we got the two rooms that the kids and I are sleeping in one room and Chris is, well, Chris and I were going to sleep in one bed and they were going to sleep in another. But after last night, you know, they're in a new place and mm -hmm. we were supposed to record the podcast last night and I'm texting Lisa, like these MFers are getting up like, and will not go to sleep. And it was like an hour and a half of like in, out, in, out, in, out of the room. And I'm like, I knew I was going to have to go lay with them until they fell asleep, which also happened tonight, but I wasn't so, <laughs> I wasn't so freaking exhausted. Right, right. Like yesterday I was just like, if I go in there and I lay down for five seconds, I'm going to fall asleep. Like that's just, it's going to happen. So I'm glad you were free tonight to record because I felt awful in the morning and I woke up and I was like, I knew, well, it. It was, I knew that it was, was going to happen. Because I was on our Germany planning call. Um, yeah. Oh, so yeah. 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 I'm do How'd it know, go? So we're going to Germany with 27 other adults. Well, there's 20 27 adults in total and six children that are going. Seven? So, yeah. So we're trying to I keep like. I didn't realize it was so big. Yeah. So we're trying to keep an idea like of what everybody's doing and that kind of stuff. What needs to be done with what you know what can we do as groups together coming up with different ideas that kind of stuff so we're just having calls like every five 
weeks to to kind of like really make sure everybody's on the same page with, with yeah. this trip. We all are not staying together. That large group is really only the three days we're in Munich for Oktoberfest. So cool. after that, people kind of scatter. There's one family. There's like uh, they're staying for twelve days in Europe, and I think there's like twelve of them if not more. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. they're all staying together, but like, yeah. um, a lot of people are just bouncing to different areas. You know, you're, you're in Europe, you can, everything's so close that it, oh, it's super so easy nice. to just so jump nice. and travel and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I had that call and I had to, I jumped off of it a little bit early cause we were all just kind of like talking at, at that point. So I was like, all right, I gotta go. I'm going to record. And I bounce over to the, the recording and no one's there. And then I'm like, what happened? And I was like, okay, well, I know Casey was really tired, so I'm sure she fell asleep. But where's Val? Yeah. And we're, you know, what, a week from her due date. Yeah, so exactly. I was like, right. Oh my gosh, are you having your baby? Because I hadn't heard from her either. So yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, is she having her baby? And like, so I messaged her, like, are you having a baby right now? You yeah. Know, I, like, I didn't know. Yeah, but she's always on. She also fell asleep. So, um,. Aww. And then she's got to work. Uh, she she's got to work um, up until Wednesday, and then Wednesday's her last day. Yay! Hopefully, she gets some days that uh, without the baby coming, so she can enjoy some of her time off from work. Yeah. Could you imagine having your last day, and then the next morning you're like, baby? Can Wait. you imagine going into labor at work? Because I'm sure people in almost every other oh. state. It was totally. all about that. <laughs> totally. 100%. I, I was so, I am the most spoiled, privileged bitch that <laughs> I didn't, I was not working even before I got pregnant, which like when we moved up to Rochester, we were actively trying to get pregnant. So Chris was like, listen, we don't know how long this is going to take. But at the time I was already like, we moved up. And we were still staying in Airbnbs. We hadn't even like bought a, settled in a house yet. And I was already getting diagnosed with like my PCOS and cause I, we had been trying and I was like, I feel like we should be pregnant. So to try for over a year and yeah. like I was, and I had been off birth control for several months, even before the wedding. So I didn't even have to like, say oh like my body's still adjusting x y and z so and apparently that was perfect time but oh the, oh so 27 people and you're traveling seven adults six children oh the six children bit how old are they how what is the, what are the ages of these kids uh, by the time the trip it ranges from like eight months old to oh oh my gosh nine years old so we've got some babies and then there's, Oh, that's a long flight with a baby. I'm just... Although my, well, it my one girlfriend so did some it. Some people, some people like we're flying. Our flight doesn't even take off from Newark until like 1130 at night. Right. And you know, we're old. So our asses are just going to fall asleep. Like we, exactly. I'm up till about midnight most nights, but I'm oh, up God till midnight, you. like just scrolling through my phone, like I'm, or I'm listening to an audiobook, and then, you know, of course, a good part has to hit at like 11:45. Oh, um, so, 
our plan is we're going to get to the like airport a little bit early, kind of like have dinner, decompress at the airport before we get on the flight. We are taking the risk of taking one of the like budget airlines to fly over to Paris, but it's like seven hour flight, but we leave at 1130 at night. It's just the two of us, you know, I'd be a little bit more concerned if it was like with Danny and all that kind of stuff, but it's just the two of us. It's going to be late at night. We're yeah. really hoping that we can just fall asleep and then we get to Paris at noon on yep. the next day. So um, hopefully we get some sleep, then we'll be able to like drop luggage off and then wander around Paris. We we were just discussing today whether we were going to spend any time in Paris. Like, were we just going to get in on Friday and then leave Saturday morning to head to Munich because everybody right. else is getting to Munich on Saturday. They're flying into Munich on Saturday. Um, and then we were like, well, neither one of us are super like, oh, I want to go to Paris. Like we've never, that's just never been a city that's like on our bucket list. But we were like, there's a chance we'll never go back to Paris. So why don't we give it at least a full day? So now we're going to, we're going to leave on Wednesday, get there, get to Paris on Thursday, spend all day, you know, the rest of Thursday and then all day Friday. And then we'll catch the train Saturday morning to Munich. Um, and so, like, we're starting to nail down the itinerary, which will which will help because, like, everybody else had already booked their flights. And I was like, oh, I'm starting to do the, like, procrastinate. Actually, I've gotten really busy with, with work. And so it's, uh, it, it's just a battle with, like, space in my brain. And oh, yeah. uh, another woman I went to college with had posted recently. She just became, like, a... a she just started helping her husband run his business and she's starting like a side coaching online coaching business as well. Oh, so she was like asking like, how do like people who work from home or stay at home moms, like how do you do it all? You know, the same question we all ask all the time. (laughs) And yeah, I was like the majority of the time, like it's the housework that gets pushed down the list because I have to make my business work. Yeah. I have to make the, you know, there's no sense in spending the money on the garden if I don't actually take care of the garden. Yep. Yep. Because then I'm just wasting the money. Mm -hmm. Um, But then also things like planning for our trip gets pushed down the list because even though I'm sitting at the computer, like those are things you have to really pay attention to. I'm still waiting for my passport to come back. So I don't know, you know, it asks for like your passport number and all that kind of stuff. Um, So just trying, you know, I'm, I've been watching the flights and then I just kind of stopped paying attention. Um, and that just got pushed down. We're going into busy season. So I've just yeah. been kind of like, you know, it's just been a lot all lately. Exactly. And so like vacation planning gets pushed down the list. Housework gets pushed down the list. I did, you know, I had mentioned that I have to use like a cleaning checklist. I was like, because that way I know uh, not to clean the bathroom for the third time in the, in one week when I haven't changed the sheets like right if I don't have something to remind me what I've already done I'll just keep repeating the same activities yep. um but to me especially with the garden starting to come in like I'm just waiting um still got like a week and a half before I put things in the ground um but I do have things in the ground the cabbages mm-hmm. and the potatoes and We've got a million volunteer potato plants like all over the place. I know. Apparently. I was so excited about that. I, I did love... an awful job of getting potatoes out of the ground last year. Yeah, but they were like, hey, we're good. 
We got yeah. this. So, you know, with the garden coming up, so in between doing the garden and then running my business, like, you know, a lot of times... Oh, yeah. I, Luckily, I have the ability that the systems I run on my office computer, I can also run on my laptop. So a lot of times I'll just be out in the garden with the laptop, with the phone app running. And so I can do both at the same time, but I can't do three things at the same time. Like I might run a load of laundry, but that laundry is not going to get touched again until who knows when. I still don't even like, it's funny that like I'm listening, I'm, I'm getting overwhelmed with you just listening. And Chris and I talked about this while on vacation because like that was one of the things that I think you'll also notice is one, being kid free and not constantly having that, where are they? What are they doing? What's the next thing? What is a meal? What is this? What's the next, you know, what's on their itinerary? Like what that their needs and schedule and all of that constantly. And like, it's so sporadic. It's the most chaotic thing to enter into your life. So you'll start thinking that you have something down packed or something's been working. And as soon as you get used to it, That's out the window. That's like a guaranteed. I think that that's the one thing that I would say to like any of my friends who are having kids for the first time. It's like, okay, so like, please stop listening to the people of like, what schedule are they on? Are they honest? Like the schedule, like, listen, you're going to be on a schedule. And then once you get that schedule down, it's going to change. Like, and like, that was the aggravating thing was I was just like, what schedule are they talking about? Like, so I don't know people who can handle that kind of thing. No, I, I'm also like, Chris is an extremely structured person. And like, honestly, the idea of it's so funny when we have conversations about certain kinds of things, like he'll be like, well, do you think like a schedule? And I'm like, you just saying schedule makes mm-hmm. my entire body go like it's like paralysis like my anxiety is just like i need to be able to adapt well, i've already started minute like, by minute having like the overwhelming thoughts of summertime somebody <laughs> yeah. uh, a- uh, amy had mentioned that there was like 26 days of school left and i was like yeah. oh my lord uh, i i don't i that immediately put me in a what am Panic. I going to do for summertime? Yeah. 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 Me too. <laughs> me too. Because Johnny's got yeah, the Johnny's structure graduating with soon. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, he's got the structure with school, but yeah. I can't keep up with that kind of no. schedule that the no. teachers, I don't know how his teacher does it anyway. She's got 16 boys in one classroom. Oh, <gasps> wow. There are 16 boys and two girls in a kindergarten classroom. I don't know how she's wow. surviving. Um, but yeah, That's like I'm lot. like I can't keep that schedule because if I get a phone call for the business, I've got to go take care of that. Like yeah. I can't keep that kind of schedule, but I have to make a schedule that works because I default back to go ahead and watch a show and that show turns into 2 hours sh- of bluey oh. and then I'm like, yep. "Oh crap." Yep. My kids yep. still watching TV and that's what we've done all day. But yep. like I like, I can't do the structure. I need the flexibility for the business. But then I also don't want him zoned out in front of a TV all day. I totally... So I'm, already, I'm already feeling overwhelmed about 
summer. Well, and that was like, so, so much went into the decompression of this vacation because it was also just so much, um, like realizing how fucked up we've become since COVID. And I think we would have been fucked up having toddlers and, you know, schedules and craziness, like having a baby and or toddler is hard enough. Yeah. But adding a pandemic on top of it was like crippling. And I, I mean, I know every single person that I've, I've talked to, like hearing each individual COVID parenting story is so sad because each one is just like, oh, I feel so bad. I couldn't imagine, like for all the moms with, you know, their kids in high school, like I was just like, oh my gosh, they're missing prom. They're missing, you know, football games and just like normal life. Um, college graduations and you know and then the elementary school kids that like that time is so like and then you know babies babies aren't like there's no good time honestly the only the only people who I'm really jealous of were the people who didn't have kids (laughs) it was just like for real yeah those uh and and the like dual income no kids the dinks oh yeah and am I jealous of what you had <laughs> totally and we would have responded we would have not been as anxious or paranoid or strict with the way that we lived our lives because we were just so terrified of something happening i mean every parent's like worst fear is like something happening to your kid yeah and it's i i, I i'm i'm actually like you're going to have a crazy summer. We're all going to have crazy summers because we're all going to be dealing with very similar, like, oh crap, you know, school's out. Crap. We have the kids and trying to figure out, I I think we're going to do camp for like two weeks. And I was just like, because it's like a five hour camp. And I was like, whew, that'll be a nice two weeks. (laughs) Yeah. We thought about, I mean, we thought about that a lot last year. The problem was all the camps that he was interested in all happened the same last week of June. Right. Yes. Right. 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 And so we had to just pick one. And then the, there was one that was later and it was really like interesting, but it was $300 for the week. And it was like nine to 12, but I was like every day or nine to one every day. Yeah. And, like, lunch was included. But I was, like, $300 for one week. Like, we pay $130 for jujitsu every month. We pay, you know, $120 for parkour every five weeks. Like, yeah. he's got a lot of other activities Yeah, that cost money. And then yeah. to add a $300 for, like, one week <sighs> of camp. Yeah, yeah. I was, like, I can't really swing that. So we did golf camp which was like a hundred bucks for five days, but it was like two hours in the morning. Um, but he really liked it. We're, we're probably going to do that again. And then total turf and Pittman, they offer like a full day or a half day and you can pay, like you can just book a day. Like the whole calendar is up for the entire summer. And so if there's specific days that you need, you can go ahead and pay for them ahead of time. Um, nice. So I use them because Uh, Sometimes I have to run tours on Mondays and Ariel has to work. So anytime a tour books on a Monday, 
we schedule him for the afternoon class. Yeah, that's Ariel total takes him. Yeah. Okay, because I'm just going to make a note to make sure I put that and Ariel on. Ariel will take him in the afternoon, and he'll he'll go for the, the four hours or whatever in the afternoon. But he's really, he can be really shy. And so the first time I took him, oh. I took him on a day I didn't have a tour. And I ended up having to sit there all four hours because he would not. He stared to make sure I was there the whole time. Oh. And so that's hard. The second time he I was able to leave. I didn't go far, but I was able right. to leave. Yeah. Um and then Ariel took him the third time. He only went three times the entire summer. Okay. Um, but it's a great like I just need, you know, An half option. a day. Yes. And I can put him in and I know like they play you know, they play kickball and they, it's all sports. It's all sports related. So they just change around what they're, what they're playing. Cool. And it's age of like ages are put together. Cool. Um, so it was, it was, it was fine. It definitely worked for our needs because then it was like 30 bucks that we pay for, for half a day and we don't need to pay for a whole week. We don't have to pay for the whole summer. Right. We don't have to, um, and so that was a really flexible option that really worked out for us, but that was three or four times in the summer. And then the one yeah. week of golf and the rest of the summer was like me just figuring it out. Mm. Um, because money's a factor. We can't just keep paying for like super yep. expensive camps and stuff. And all the camps are really expensive because everybody is trying to find something to do for their, with their kids. Mm. Um, so this year... We'll probably still do the golf camp depending on when it is because we do want to go down to North Carolina again. But then once we come back, I remember last year, the first week of summer, I was just like, I'm not going to make it through the summer. I'm going to kill the kid before the end of summer. Like that first week he was out. It's intimidating. Well, there was like, there was just no structure, no, like I couldn't get it. I couldn't get everything going at the same time. I'd have calls and he'd, I'd be like, you have to be quiet. I have to take a call. And he'd come running into my office, like screaming my name while I'm in the middle of a conversation. And I was like, I'm not going to make it this summer. Like I'm, I'm not, but obviously as the summer went on, things, things worked better. And and we have our Knoebels trip that we do every year. So we give them things to like, look forward to. We might do swim lessons just because we don't have access to a pool often. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking of putting him in swim lessons just so that he can go swimming. We did get that skin thing taken care of last Friday. Oh, girl. What? Wait, I don't remember you telling me. What skin thing? He's just picked up quite a few skin things. Um, yes. And his most recent one is a skin thing called Moloscum or Moloscum contagious, contagium. It's a virus, lives in the body, comes out in these little like bumps on usually like the back of the knees, the armpits, um, can be on the face, that kind of stuff. Okay. And most doctors will be like, well, if it's not bothering them, it's fine. But this virus can take 18 to 24 months to clear up. In that time, if he ever scratches one open and then another kid touches it, it can be passed on to another kid. This is highly contagious in pools, like something with it being in water, like opens it up or something. So they tell you not to go swimming. And I'm like, one, summertime's coming. But two, it's really like ugly on the back of his knee. And I didn't want to send him to school in like shorts and stuff because I'm like, the kids are going to just tear him up for having this on the back of his knee. 
And the girl's like, no, nah, they're not going to make fun of him yet. Like, he's still in kindergarten. I'm like, yeah, his kindergarten friends might not make fun of him. But he walks through the school to go to the bathroom and stuff like that. Like, he sees first graders and second graders. He sees all those kids. Like, he tells me all the time about, you know, making friends in the bathroom with first graders. And I'm like, why are you in the bathroom with first graders? Like, what what's going on? Anyway, like, so I'm like. What is this bathroom you know, business? Yeah, I'm like, okay, so the kindergartners might not, but then I was talking to Amy, and Amy was like, no, kindergartners are vicious too, so I was like, what can I do? So I called up the dermatologist, we had been there in December, because that's when it was starting to kind of like, I wasn't sure what it was, so we took him in, she knew what it was, she froze them in December, he had like two spots on his back and three on his knee. Okay, how was he with that? Oh, I couldn't get him back to the dermatologist. Like, he was like, was I'm like, not no. going. He's like, never again. Oh, um, and so it ended up spreading on his knee. So yeah. when I finally was like, what am I going to do for the spring and summer with this, you know, with yeah. this happening? If it's 18 to 24 months, like, what am I going to do? So I did finally get, I, you know, I explained to him, like, he wouldn't be able to wear shorts. He wouldn't be able to go swimming, that kind of stuff. And then he said, okay, he would go. And so we went, we went on Friday and I, I was telling him, I was like, they're not going to do anything. They're not going to do anything. I was wrong again, but she was basically like, these are your options. We can keep trying the cream that they had called in for me because we had only tried it twice. Um, cause you can only do it three times a week because it'll turn into sores and everything else. So Jeez. like, this is already going to be like, not a great experience anyway, but she said, we can try and freeze them again. And I was like, well, they spread last time when you froze them. So I'd rather oh. not do that. Yeah. And she said, okay, well, we can numb him and then burn them. Or we can numb them and cut them off. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And she was this like, so what, what is your goal? I said, I want it gone as fast as possible. Yeah, yeah. But I want him to heal as fast as possible. Of course, right. And I said, well, is the numbing agent like one shot and it numbs the whole area? And she was like, no, it had to be individual needle pricks under each one to numb it before she then went through and f- burned them. Poor Lisa. I'm, even I'm like one. saying poor Danny, but poor you, like just as a mom, you're like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. Yeah, it was, you know, so <gasps> she did gosh. it all. And then she was like, well, he's numbed up already, so let's just, because he was bleeding. So she was like, let's just use the aluminum. And now he's really, like, red on the back of his knee. And I'm like, I don't know if he's having, like, an allergic reaction to the numbing or if this is all part of it because he just had his knee, like, all. And it's the back of his knee, too. So that super soft, sensitive skin yeah. back there. Um, so it's constantly we, rubbing. Yeah. So we, I gave him some Benadryl tonight. We'll see. I don't know if it's like he's having an allergic reaction or if it's just red from what happened. Yeah. But it's still red. And now we're, you know, three days past. But she said it's done. It's killed. All this, you know, the spots are are all done. She's like, he can still have the virus in his system. They may come, you know, they, they probably won't come back the way they came back. But she's like, if anything pops up, I can use the cream. Um. But yeah, I was, and then I like took him to school and, you know, it's the first time he ever felt like numbing. So he was like, what? Like my, my, my leg, like it feels weird. I'm like, I know, bud. And like, 
just go to school, see how it's going. And then I messaged his teacher, like, if he's having a tough time, like, once that numbing wears off or whatever, like, just give me a call. I'll, yeah. I'll come and get him because it was intense and it still kind of still looks horrible. Luckily, it's chilly this week. And, you know, it's, to me, he would wear pants, you know, for the rest of the school year without really complaining about it. I just I, I just don't want him to. Of course. And then that, that's the thing is you don't get a ton of information about this the pediatrician was like as long as it doesn't doesn't bother him it's fine and i'm like so then i go and read about it and it's like i should be washing his clothes separately they should be on hot water and um washed apart from other clothes he shouldn't be using um sharing towels he shouldn't be taking baths because it could be left in the bathtub and i'm like well me and my husband haven't gotten anything and yeah. then I'm like, and none of the doctors have told me to do all this. Yeah. And yeah. then I'm like, wait, he, we've been washing his clothes with our clothes this is the thing forever. About, yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. No, this is the momming thing. I'm sure every mom thing is like, yup, they've dealt with something like this. And it's just like, it's just, it feels like you, you deal with these impossible situations and it's like, Hey, do you want to burn your kid? cut your kid and you're like what the f like these are my choices right those are my options or i can continue using the anal wart cream yeah yeah and then it's just like that's gonna turn into source and then the other stuff of like why aren't they telling me about x y and z and and then there's me in my head like where you know and i have to chris i have to talk to chris where i'm like okay like am i blowing this out of proportion or am i Again, like I'm constantly trying to check myself in my own head of like, is this real? Is this a real thing to freak out about? Or is this just me being an anxious, crazy person? Which I can be. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I definitely can be. But as a mom, like, what doesn't make you anxious? <laughs> Everything makes me anxious. Because yeah. I'm, again, like, you don't want your kid walking around with sores or allergic reactions to things or you know like and it, and you want to prevent it you don't want it to spread you, you know we're constantly thinking about a hundred million things and oh, it's exhausting it's so it's exhausting and that and that, I mean like again I think like it's another thing I'm taking away from vacation I'm just like noticing getting back into reality <laughs> is like did your ticker start immediately yeah like I just I do feel like I have definitely relaxed like it's not just like okay I went back up to 100 I do still feel like I have some residual calm and peace because it's like a um I think it's just a perspective adjustment it's not that like, yes, my body is like, like I had a gorgeous massage, you know, like it was an hour long massage. My body's never felt more relaxed. And then it's like, okay, well, if you sleep wrong that night and like my neck and back or whatever, like I'm sure everyone, you know, they know, um, even without kids, you know, or we weren't sleeping in our normal bed. Like, it, you know, it's just yeah. like. Oh, and, um, you know, sitting on the plane and your neck and you're watching this and it's just like, I'm constantly stretching. Like I'm noticing it's not so much the physical 
Like, yes, my physical body is back to 100% stress. But I do feel a sense of, like, I feel like I've checked my brain. Which I yeah, yeah. definitely needed because I feel like I'm also, you know, like, your patience just runs, you know, summertime or, you know, Christ, it could be the freaking weekend. You know, if you have a bad day, you're just like, oh my God, like, <laughs> go to bed <laughs> when is yeah, bedtime yeah. and then you know as soon as they're asleep you're like oh but they're so sweet and I love them so much and then they wake up or and they drive like, oh did I really need to yell at them yes <laughs> exactly so it's that but like times five and you're you know having adult conversations all day and you're you know we're just sitting with your thoughts and not having to go anywhere or do anything, that was one of, like, the weirdest feelings was, like, sitting in a beach lounger, like, I have nowhere to go. No one needs me. And I'm just here alone with my thoughts. And it was, like, so beautiful, but also kind of, like, sad because I was just like I don't know what to do with myself like yeah and then I was just like wow like I really did need like you you know you need it but until you're in that like blank space you're just like holy crap (laughs) our brains are and it's a societal thing I think like moms nowadays we know more so we want to do better And it's just like, you can't have everything. You can't have, you know, a clean house and happy kids. And like, you know, like you can't have a successful career and, you know, like a perfect marriage and perfect kids and a clean home and all the things. Like, no, it's just like, I have to get used to the idea that like letting go of that bothering me or those things like the undone which I definitely think like (laughs) over COVID Chris was like why are you cleaning up all those toys and I was just like because they're friggin everywhere and we have two toddlers and they're just gonna and he's like yeah they're gonna come out here and destroy it all again so sit down and relax and have a glass of wine And if you don't clean it up today, it's like, let it go. Like, Mm -hmm. let it go. Now, you know, I also have to like check myself like, okay, I do need to clean up. (laughs) But there's a balance of like, stop letting this bother me. You know, like, why is it bothering me so much? Or why do I feel the need to be perfect all the time? Or... For me, it's like entertaining. I get real self-conscious when people come over and, you know, I'm sure every mom knows that um, there's videos online of like, why are you not cleaning? Like, you know, I'm lighting the candles and don't touch anything. And I just cleaned in there or, you know, it's just like before people come over your bananas and it's yeah. just like, why am I trying to protect? And Chris, I mean, but I say, I'm like, you're such a man, like. 
can we not have our house look presentable like for once like one time and I do my best cleaning before people come over. <laughs> like, uh, I was just going to say, my house never looks better. Refuge, her most recent, um, well, it might not be her most recent, but the last um, blog I, I watched of her, she said, um, sometimes she'll invite people over just so she can do the panic clean. Yeah. Because it's the only Horses way, her, like, especially during like garden season. Yeah. That like, that's the way to get her house clean is if she invites people over for dinner, then she has to clean her house. So then she'll do the panic clean. The panic she'll clean. clean the whole house yep. so that people who are coming over see a clean house. I'm kind of like that too. Like I'll do the, the panic clean of like quickly, but I, you know, Ariel does so much when it comes to cleaning. He's the one that wants things a certain way. Yeah. Um. So I have the benefit of like, if it was up to me, yes, there would be piles of dishes in the sink all day. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cause yeah. I'm a bulk cleaner. Yes. I do everything at once. I, exactly. I don't, I don't do dishes six times a day. I do dishes one time a day. Yes. Um, so those dishes will sit there until I'm ready to wash the dishes. My husband, not at all. He washes dishes like 13 times a day. Um, so I'm very lucky in that. Um, but I'm glad that you had a lovely vacation and got to nice. take a brain break yes. because that is now what I'm most looking forward to. Me too. I think I'm, the first I'm part of Germany is going to be a little like, crazy especially and also the first part with paris involved and stuff that's a lot of like moving parts i feel like once we get to lisbon yeah which we're getting like hotel on the beach we're gonna have awesome sunsets infinity pools <gasps> massage spas and stuff like i feel like that's gonna be the like grown-up vacation knock oh, it out of yeah. a bathrobe all day long yes. type of part of the the trip yes um, what so you I, need I'm, need need yes and that's what i'm like looking for because that's where i'll get to do the shut off because until we get off the plane in lisbon there's other moving parts that have to to align and so it's like at least once we get to lisbon i'll have four days that i can just yeah recharge Good. so i'm glad you got to recharge um, thanks for hanging with us tonight um, to our listeners. Um, remember, send us in some Q&A questions. We'd like to do a Q&A uh, episode coming up. Thoughts and good vibes to Val that she yes. gets a couple days um, before baby comes. Mm -hmm. um, and then I don't know what the next episode is. We keep changing it up. I have no idea. What I we're feel gonna like life next. is just going all different directions. So we'll figure it out. We'll announce we'll it. We'll figure it out. Send us any, uh, you know, tips, tricks that you guys have for summertime with your littles because uh, I can definitely use it, um, especially littles who are obsessed with, like, video games and <laughs> they don't want to go outside because mm -hmm. they just want to play video games. Granted, he's really good at video games, so I don't want to, like, squash that. But he also gets a little obsessed about the video games. So any tips, tricks that you guys have um, to get through summertime with little ones, I will definitely take them. Give me ideas. Um, I'm already printing like free coloring things that only works about like 15 minutes in the morning. Yeah. But it's 15 minutes in the morning. So, um, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll chat next week. Bye. Bye.